Hi there. This is Connectionism with Ayham Kada, a meditation coach and DJ. Connectionism is an advanced introduction into meditation, a new form of guided meditation that utilizes speech, ambient, and techno music with visualizations if you're attending the weekly podcast in a video format. Connectionism disbands emotional boundaries to cultivate deep perspectives into the inner workings of man. A typical week session takes about 75 minutes, starting with an introduction and into a talk about the topic at hand, moving to ambient music and ending with rhythmical techno music. This podcast is inspired by the works of Jiddu Krishnamurti, Alan Watts, and Jaladin Rumi. Before we start, I invite you to take a comfortable position. A seated position is recommended as it allows for better blood flow. But laying down or any other position that goes well with you is fine as well. Have a distraction-free environment around. And it's highly recommended to use a good sounding pair of headphones or speakers, allowing the frequencies to make their way through properly. We will begin in a few minutes. Hi again, whoever is there. Today's topic is, is attachment necessary for love? I mean, usually love gets in a way destroyed or uh, vanish or it vanishes from our lives when attachment actually activates. However, I don't think that most of us 
actually witness what is or makes a difference between attachment to love because our cultures and the way we were raised again um, for example jealousy is a sign of love that's how it used to be that's how it is maybe also in so many cultures if someone is jealous like oh this is like this person loves you or whatever instead of saying that this person is insecure enough to actually feel like that or maybe doesn't trust you or doesn't trust himself so all these tendencies are referred to as signs of love and this is just in the realm of romantic love one way or another the question is is this form Let's discuss attachment. What is attachment? Because we can't go further until we actually maybe have a unified view at what attachment is. Attachment is that which is part of me part of the I, part of how I see myself, part of how I see my life. In a way, it's my lifestyle with all that it is included in it. I'm attached to all that. Right? And in a way, I'm attached to all that which I can't imagine my life without. So when it's away, taken away from me, I can't handle it. My view of life gets shattered. Like all of a sudden, I'm missing something. Something that I shouldn't be missing. That's attachment. At least that's how the speaker says it or sees it. If I see someone in my life walking away from me, I say it's because of love that I feel hurt. Or that not, it's not like because of the love I feel hurt. It's because of love that I can't handle the hurt and I can't handle the pain. And I go hysteric and I go through all various forms of psychotic activity. Because it's loving, I can't handle the pain, it's too much, because the love was so great. That's how we talk, most of us. That's how, at least the culture that we inherited is like that. Most of the love stories is like that. All the movies are like that. Most of them, at least, maybe the pop commercial ones. And... Uh, the question is that can I survive can love survives without attachment in a sense a child's attachment to their mom and their mom mother to their 
kid, kind of, in a way, at least from perspective, ensures that they are going to stay together and survive. I've read, uh, I've read like in an article or like uh, psychology-wise, that uh, when the kid stops breastfeeding, that's the first moment where it's a high chance of the kid or child experiencing abandonment. So that's the first attachment that gets broken. And some people even don't survive that. Like they stay with that complex for years to come. Maybe forever as well. So it seems to be that it goes hand in hand. However, our ability or capacity for love uh, is hindered by our attachments. That's, that, that is what is clear. When I feel jealous of my partner or my, li my partner's lifestyle, and then my behavior gets affected, and as a result, I kind of influence his life in an unhealthy way. And as a result, of course, influence my life in an unhealthy way. I don't feel good. I don't feel, as, uh, I don't feel well or holes, whole, holistic in myself. That naturally eliminates the, the, what ends up there is no space for love anymore. So what does attachment give in order for love to like what does attachment what's the value of attachment for love? Does it keep us together? By force? Because we're so uncomfortable outside of that relationship? Outside of that space? Because the way I see it, People don't take it that way. They say, okay, we sacrifice and they try to make amends with themselves, with their job, with their spouse. However, it's like the stress keep adding up. The fights keep, keep adding up. The escapes keep adding up or magnified, like amplified. It could be that so the attachment keeps people together because one is afraid to, you know, lose that which they can't imagine their life without. But even if they stay, it wouldn't be in a healthy way. So what does attachment has still? It's clearly not rational. So it doesn't. It's not even rational. Because if I'm attached to one person and, and, and not another, that means I'm going to favor that person whom I'm attached to. I'm going to so, show love, or what we call love at that moment, to that person or to that which I'm, or to that which I'm attached to. 
yet I'm not going to show love otherwise, which makes it, in that sense, it's not love, it's self-interest. Because it complements my life. So it's not love anymore. It's selfish. And actually, it's not even, like I would call it, even self-centered in a way, from that perspective. So, maybe this is the challenge. Maybe that which nurtures our being As for whenever it is there and it's healthy, the body gets used to it, we get used to it, the, the body and the brain functions with it. And that is necessary for probably nature to take its process. However, apparently we are not equipped or educated to witness that attachment for what it is and to witness when it's not necessary anymore. So, there comes a point of time where that attachment expires or probably one or two or that or which is beyond one's need. And actually, it's hindering one's growth and one's health, factually, and it can be seen as that. Yet, are we educated in a way to witness that attachment is material while love is not? Clearly. That distinction really, I think, may is highlighted. All the previous religions and spirituality, they all highlight the same thing, which is no attachment whatsoever. Rumi says your job or your task is not to... Uh, witness love is as much as you witness the barriers you have within you that blocks you from it which is the attachments to whatever is attachment to an identity attachment to uh, a certain perspective or a certain view of the world attachment to the way you speak the way you live all that attachment to the i to my job to my friends, to my family, even to my family. Because you're not really, one is not really attached to one's family. One is attached to how they see their family in their lives. So the family members and the friends and the job is all just parts of the lifestyle that one is living, or at least the concept of the lifestyle that one is living. So attachment to all the, those things actually kills or hinders one from seeing the living life of each. And because nature is so 
strong, I would say, and it's so it's so 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 much of a fact that we come to face reality or the actuality of living through a series of shocks, through death, through someone breaking the leg, through someone maybe, I don't know, the job doesn't fit anymore, or probably my life is not going in line with whatever thing that I'm attached to, and I get hurt and so much in pain and then denial and then I have to go to, through so many processes to feel things and deal with things just because and I'm, I'm not able to face the fact of the person in front of me because I'm living a life of images. I'm living a predictable life. That's the words. Yeah. I am attached because I wanna be safe and I want to predict whatever is going to happen. A life of attachment is a life in extremism, of course, is a life of no creativity. Now, how does that add to meditation? Clearly, if one is attached to a psychological view or perspective about oneself, and hence, of course, the other, one is basically stagnant and stuck within oneself. And in order to make any progress, so-called progress, one needs to push themselves, do this and that and the other, listen to people and like to external sources. And still that will be building another image within oneself and still maintain the thinking process and analysis all over again, over and over, over and over again. To feel happy for a little bit, just because we discovered a new quote, a new system, a new method, and then soon we end up in the same spot. Because I cannot see the attachment for what it is. The process of attachment, the material process that exists within, that's been taking place for, for who knows for how many years, thousands, hundreds of years. Of course, it takes, it, it's, 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 it's a battle in one way, At, probably in the beginning, because that which is taking place minute after minute, hour after hour, every day, and I'm with that all the time. So, of course, at a certain point, I can give up. But give up, in a sense, that I will go to that which I'm used to. To 
going towards a goal to fulfilling something for that attachment. Because material brings the material. Whatever comes from a material process is material. Yet what comes from an unmaterial process could be anything. Living a life of space is new to us. Sorry, new to most of us, new to the popular culture, new to tradition, new to culture. The question is, does one see the necessity of that for one's own health, for one's society's health, for the world's health, for the earth's health as well? Because I'm, I'm, I'm attached to a certain food that I'm eating, attached to a certain people that I look at in a certain way, attached to a certain hierarchy. It goes so deep. And the process is one. That's, that's how actually, that's a bright side, I would say. The process is one. And it's all in here. In the head. And all you do, actually, there's nothing to do. Just one, one's alignment with what is to wake up to whatever is actually taking place without believing in it as right or wrong, as positive or negative, as up or down. It's just one look meets whatever is being there without just that's it, without making anything out of it. it sounds radical, actually, now. <laughs> but... What's the alternative? To be in conflict the whole time? Right or wrong? Am I, did, did I do the right thing? Did I do the wrong thing? Am I okay to my authority, to my religion, to my family, to my, to my own image of what being a good person is or a bad person is? Honestly, just thinking about a life with living a life with, like, let's say, with, imagine if you live, imagine if you have Imagine if you, one is living with whatever is as it is. Saying what you mean and meaning what you say. That filtering it or changing it, whatever it is. And it's like through that energy, there's so much forgiveness. There's so much understanding. But it starts from within. It starts from within. Let's move to music.